We all want some level of safety and security. Firefighters, construction workers, EMT. They're all there when you need them to help manage life's chaos. In retirement, you want that same level of safety, but who is there for you to make sure your money will last? Brian isn't just there in case of emergency. He's there so you don't have an emergency with your money. A safer retirement doesn't mean a boring retirement, but a prepared one full of the things that inspire you. This is Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker. Welcome to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Kelly. Glad you're with us. Uh, you can always find out more about Brian and the team going to the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. Certainly you can find out about the team, the offices that Brian and the team have. But really what you could do is if you want to learn more about retirement, right? You've never retired before. You want to get it right, obviously. Uh, but there's a lot of moving parts in retirement. Well, Brian and the team have a toolkit available for you just by going to the website. So DeckerRetirementPlanning.com under the heading of Safer Retirement Education, just one of the drop downs. Uh, there are 12 different things you can download. There are books, there are useful guides, including Brian's book on retirement, the Decker Approach book. All of that is available to you. No cost, no obligation, no pressure whatsoever. It's just there for your information. Uh, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com under the heading of Safer Retirement Education. Just search through there. There might be some things you really want to learn more about. There you go. It's right at your fingertips with no cost. It's all there for your information. Then when you walk through it and look through some of that, you might have some questions. Well, you can always call the team. 833-707-3030. There's no cost to you. 833-707-3030. Brian and the team are here to help you figure out where you are on that road to retirement. Can you retire? Well, when can you retire? Do I have enough? All those questions we have. 833-707-3030. Hey, Brian, how are you? Good, Mark. How are you doing? Doing very well. Very well. I'm going to give you some stats because we're going to talk about risk strategies that you and your team uh, help your clients with at Decker Retirement. We know that now that the debt clock, and anybody go there, it's usdebtclock.org, usdebtclock.org. Uh, but you go there, right now you're going to find that we're over $33 trillion in debt as a nation. Ryan, how about these stats? Now, I'm going to give you some history too, just to kind of clear it up for you. In 2000, we were $5.6 trillion uh, as a nation in debt. 2008, 10.7. 2016, just shy of $20 trillion. 2020, $26.9 trillion. Now we're over $33 trillion, and the debt clock is projecting by 2027 will be almost $45 trillion in debt. But listen to these numbers, Brian. So every day right now, we are adding $800 million an hour in new debt. $800 million an hour in new debt. $2 billion a day we are adding in interest on that debt. How do you feel about those numbers? So what do I need? I need like one second of the new debt and I could I'm be good to go. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Um, Mark, when it comes to the debt, I've been worried about the debt for 20 years. It just keeps going. And my anxiety keeps going higher and higher. I just wonder at what point do we get serious about the debt? I don't know when that point is, but I will say that never in history has all G7 nations had more than 100% of their GDP in debt. We do. So does Japan. So does the EU. Uh, all the G7 nations right now do. And all eyes right now are on Japan. Japan should be a bug looking for a windshield because they have not 100% of their GDP in debt. They have over 250% of their GDP in debt. They have demographic issues. And 
all eyes are watching to see how Japan maneuvers and handles that debt. Now, you think that this inflation is an accident, Mark? I wrote an article this week for our clients called Monetizing the Debt. And if I, if, if I borrow from you $1,000 and then I flick the, the switch of inflation and I pay you 100000 back over 10 years, who got ripped off? I locked in a rate of 2 or 3%, flicked the switch of inflation, but even the Fed wasn't even that smart. By the way, this is totally off script. We weren't supposed to talk about this, but the interest rate cycle from 1940 to 1980 was so clean. From a 10-year treasury yield of 2% to almost 15% in 1980, interest rates just trended higher. And then from 1980 down to 2020, 40 years of declining interest rates. When we were at 0.47, why wasn't there anyone with half a brain in Washington at Treasury wanting to repurchase all our debt and float all of our $30 trillion debt out there at 0.47? Why wouldn't we have done that? That sounds like that would have been a good idea. Hindsight is everything. Um, so what if interest rates went negative like they did in Europe and, the, and Japan? But- there are some very bright people, Mark. We get we have a six-figure subscription research budget at Decker Retirement Planning, and the brightest people with the biggest hedge funds that have made the most money, one in particular who I won't name, who has never had a losing year in 30 years. He's He runs the largest hedge fund in the world. He is now writing things about debt that I can't even pass on to my clients. Too, too shocking? It's uh, it falls into the category. I send it over to a few people internally at at Decker Retirement, and it's titled "Too Scary to Publish." I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know how it's going to end up. I don't know when it's going to. Nobody on the planet does. But step one: the Fed is monetizing the debt. They're they're purposely inflating the economy. It hurts a lot of people. Um, and they're watching very closely savings rates for average consumer. They're watching the purchasing, the consumers, the stats of the economy. Uh, the consumer is 70% of that. And um, so far, so good. Uh, looks like the lunar module is coming in for a safe landing, a soft landing. Um, but if history repeats, and it has every time, when you get an inverted yield curve like we've had for the last year, it's not when the yield curve goes normal. It's when the Fed starts lowering rates that you get a recession. And so the expectations is that somewhere next year, we're going to get a recession. What does the stock market do uh, when there's a recession? The average recession market returns are negative 15 to 20%. By the way, did you see how nicely I brought that back into the topic that we wanted to cover? You did. You brought it right around. We want to talk about risk, the markets, strategies that are out there, what are good, what are bad, risk reduction, what appropriate exposure you should have, what kind of strategies. We hope to cover all of that today in an hour. And that's why, that's why I kind of really thought the debt clock and the, the debt that we're adding, $800 million an hour in new debt, $2 billion a day in interest on that debt, that they've got to figure out something, right? So that means we're at risk. Our money is at risk. Our retirement might be at risk. There's just a lot of moving parts here. If you'd like 
like to sit down with Brian and the team at Decker Retirement. Talk about your situation. Are you are you investing the right way? Do you have some risk strategies in place? 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. Again, this is complimentary. There's no cost to you. 833-707-3030. All right, so where are you going to start? You just rattled off a whole bunch of things you're going to get into. Where are you going to start? Let's start big picture. So Mark, uh, you've heard this so many times. I'm going to start big picture and get into the weeds really quickly. When you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, go along the S&P, 100%. You're diversified, 500 different companies, some of the best in the world. You can own SPY. Cost is almost zero. You can ride it out if the markets go down 30, 40, 50%. Who cares? Your 401k, you're kicking money into it every two weeks. And in the three to five years that you're it takes to recover. Um, you're the better off for it because you had three to five years to kick in money and your income is coming in from your employer. Who cares? Those are your accumulation years. That's how it goes. You should be very aggressive in, and as you approach your mid fifties, getting within five years of retirement. We strongly suggest <laughs> that you learn about what distribution planning is. Because if you don't know about this, that is like learning how to climb uh, Mount Everest and not knowing how to come down. There's two different strategies. One strategy is to accumulate your assets. The second is to distribute them. Let me give you an example. When markets go down 30, 40, 50% during your accumulation years, no big deal. But you think about this, when you're drawing from a portfolio that is producing your retirement for the rest of your life, and that portfolio goes down 30, 40, 50%, and you're drawing income from it, that is terminal. That's what happened in 08. And that year in 09, millions of people had to go back to work. We all saw them. We saw them in banks, fast food, Walmart. That wasn't their plan. That was plan B. They had to sell their home, move in with their kids. Because when you draw income from a fluctuating account, you compromise gains when markets go up, you accentuate losses when markets go down, and it works until it doesn't. And eventually it doesn't. And you don't want that to happen in your 70s or your 80s, and you have to go back and figure out plan B. So emphasis on distribution planning is to always draw income from principal guaranteed accounts, laddered principal guaranteed accounts. We're not going to spend any time on that today, but every retirement portfolio has three parts, cash, safe money, and risk. We are math-based as a firm. We are fiduciaries to our clients. We on a monthly basis, go into the Wink database. We know where the highest returns are. Our clients are getting almost 5% in their money market for their cash accounts. They link it to their bank pay accounts so they can bill pay out of their bank. They can earn the 4.85 out of their money market and they're cashing in on a very high rate for money market liquid accounts. Our, we have three-year, five-year, seven- and ten-year principal guaranteed accounts that are laddered. So if interest rates go up or down from here, it doesn't hurt or help our clients. We are laddered so that we take that guesswork out of interest rate risk. Um, our three-year, we're getting uh, about 5.5%. Our five-year, we're getting 6 Our seven- and ten-years, we're averaging 85 uh, these are on principal guaranteed accounts, tax-free accounts. Um, 
We're averaging over 7% with principal guaranteed. And so those are in place. That's a whole nother radio show, Mark. I want to talk about risk. The third part is risk. Now, this is very interesting because let's take risk quantitatively. If you are in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, go ahead, be 100% risk or 70-30. But when you are within five years of retirement or in retirement and you're following the advice of bankers and brokers that are accumulation specialists, they are very good at accumulating assets. I don't take anything away from them. They should be working with people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. They should not be working, in my opinion, with people that need a distribution program because they will tell people in retirement to be in their a 60-40 or a 70-30 portfolio. What does that mean? 70% of their assets are at risk and 30% are in bond funds, sorted diversified bond funds. Well, let's start with bond funds. What happened to bond funds in the last three years is interest rates have gone up. Average loss last year was 20%. And it only gets worse because the 10-year treasury went from 0.47 in August of 2020 Right now, the 10-year treasury is at above four and a half. So people have lost almost 40%. And that was, quote unquote, on their safe money. Our clients have not lost a dime in their laddered principal guaranteed accounts. We never recommended bond funds because of the risk, the interest rate risk. No one in their right mind, in my opinion, should ever have been recommending bond funds when we were down below 1% on the 10-year treasury. Um, I won't even go there. I'll just stop. So anyone, I hope radio listeners are writing this down. Any of your advisors recommending bond funds to you in a rising interest rate environment, that should be strike one. Strike two is if they're telling you that 60 or 70% of their money, of your money, should be invested in stocks or growth or risk. You should not have that kind of risk exposure in your retirement years. Distribution planning, we have about 25% on average and risk. So quantitatively, we shrink our clients' risk dramatically, dramatically. And, And the third risk, or strike three, is when they tell you to buy and hold and ride it out. Let me tell you, probably the most important thing I can tell you on this whole one-hour radio show is right here. What's worked in the last 15 years is not going to work in the next 15 years. Something has changed. There's been, and this is worth jotting a note, there's been four times in history that the S&P 500 has ever traded above 30 times trailing earnings. It's a market valuation that once it hits or exceeds that, The future year's returns are flat. First one was 1929. It took 17 years to get your money back. Second time was 1964. 18 years to get your money back. Third time was November of 1999. 14 years to get your money back. If history repeats, and I believe it will, um, well, the fourth time was November of 2021. We hit 32 times trailing earnings. And if history repeats, we're looking at 10 to 15 years of flat markets. So strategically, 
if you've got someone recommending that you buy and hold any passive investment strategy in this flat market cycle yields nothing, zero, a zero return in 10 to 15 years if history repeats. That means no buying and holding mutual funds, stocks, ETFs, indexes. They will yield a zero return. And a zero return on 60 to 70% of your portfolio that your advisor is telling you to buy and hold is devastating when you're on that portfolio to see you through retirement. So if you'd like to talk with Brian and the team at Decker Retirement about any or all of this, 833-707-3030, again, is the number. Complimentary, no cost to you, 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. Now, obviously, the sooner you start chatting with a team that works in the retirement world and you're close to retirement, or you're in retirement, the better. 833-707-3030. We're talking risk strategies today with Brian Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. So come back with us right here on Safer Retirement Radio. Is the price tag on everything giving you sticker shock? From groceries to gas, the cost of living is skyrocketing. But if you think inflation is painful now, just wait till you retire. Ease inflation's impact on your retirement dreams by calling Brian and start preparing today. 833-707-3030. Again, that's 833-707-3030. Decker Retirement Planning has a question for you. Is your retirement inflation-proofed? Here's what we mean. In retirement, chances are you're on a fixed income with variable expenses. So how do you not run out of money when the cost of just about everything continues to go up? You inflation-proof it. Brian Decker and the team at Decker Retirement Planning can show you strategies to help combat inflation so it doesn't outpace your retirement income. Call Brian Decker today at 833-707-3030 to learn more. Inflation could take a huge chunk out of your retirement savings, but it doesn't have to. With some simple planning, inflation can go from being a major disruption to a minor annoyance. Call Brian and the team at Decker Retirement Planning now to start inflation-proofing your retirement today at 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. Investing involves risk. Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Welcome back to Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. You always learn more and there's... We go to Safer Retirement Education, one of the headings on the website. Pick up Brian's book on retirement, the Decker Approach book, Three Principles of Retirement book, Checklist Challenge, Sample Income Plan. All of that is in there, plus eight other things. There's like 12 things you can download right there on that website. No cost to you. It's just there for your information. Again, it's DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. We're talking about risk in today's world. And you know that when you have a rising interest rate environment, bonds go the opposite way. They bond, if the interest rates are coming down, bond values can go up. But they work the opposite. So there's a lot of moving parts here on whether you're sitting down with a broker that's trying to grow your money, obviously, and they, they can fill a role depending on where you are, your station in life. Decker Retirement is about, okay, well, how do we make sure our money will last as long as we need it to? So now it's about the distribution and the risk. So if you'd like to learn more about that, it's 833-707-3030, 833-707-3030. How do you help your – I mean, this could be a real muddied water, I mean, trying to figure out where we should put our money in times like this. How do you help your – how do you help walk your clients through this? 
Well, that's a great point, Mark. Perfect lead into what we would recommend uh, that you use strategically. We've talked about quantitative exposure to risk markets in the last segment, how we would not recommend you follow the advice of bankers and brokers with a 60-40-70-30 portfolio. That's way too much exposure. Distribution planning has you about 25% at risk, 75% no risk. The 75% no risk is paid out over 20 years. And that gives 20 years for your 25% to grow and replace what's been paid out to you. That's the genius of distribution planning. You don't get that in a pie chart. Who benefits, Mark, from a 60-40 or 70-30 portfolio? It rhymes with banker and broker. <laughs> they get paid on all of it. And so point one, quantitatively, we could make a lot more money if we recommended that people have more money at risk. That's where we get paid. Um, but our recommended exposure for our clients in retirement is 25%. We covered that last time. But strategically, now who in the world knows what the best sector, when to be in offense or defense? Who in the world knows how that plays out in the next year or two? Nobody. Nobody knows that. We do think that we've entered a flat market cycle. Um, just as the NFL has an offensive team and a defensive team, we have the same strategy. When the market is trading in an uptrend, the definition of an uptrend is the S&P trading above its 200-day moving average. When the market's in an uptrend, we have the offensive team on the field. Now, there's been books written, What Works Best on Wall Street, Jake O'Shaughnessy. Who makes the most money in an uptrend? It is momentum. Another name for momentum is relative strength. Another name for relative strength is sector rotation. All three say the same thing. Let me give you a classic example of how these models work that we use on offense. When the market's in an uptrend, in 2001 and 02, the S&P is down 50%. NASDAQ is down 70%. Who's making money? Well, these algorithms pick up the sectors that are making money. Real estate made money all three years. So did gold and silver. So did energy. So did pharmaceutical, healthcare, biotech. So guess what you're invested in? You're, the whole market with these algorithms from momentums, uh, momentum models they invest in whatever is going up as long as that sector or that individual stock is producing the highest relative strength number. Every sector, index, and stock has a relative strength score. So it's like riding a wave until the, there's a bigger wave and you get on that. So in 2001 and 02, instead of losing 50 or 70%, you make money on real estate, energy, gold, silver, healthcare, biotech pharmaceuticals. And then what happens in 03 when the markets go up from 03 to 07? Well, you switch over to semiconductors, technology, small caps, emerging markets that just exploded. And you ride that wave until 2008. So what happened in 2008? Everything, Mark, everything went down in 08 except for three sectors, gold, silver, and treasury bonds. So guess you held a lot of cash and you owned what went up. And then in 09, it was back to small caps, biotech, healthcare, pharmaceuticals. It was technology, semiconductors, the NASDAQ, small cap. It was 
everything just flew until last year, November of last year, the market peaked and started to go down. If you don't have an offense and a defensive strategy, you are still riding a buggy whip horse and horse drawn carriage in today's world. This is new strategies that are available. And if you're not using them, you're hurting yourself. These momentum strategies are very, very, very good. Here's a number from Vanguard. 85% of money managers and mutual funds underperform the S&P every single year. So you're in the top 1% if over five years, you're beating the S&P by even a hair. These managers since 07 have doubled what the S&P has done. So these are superlative intended. These are the best performing strategies that we can find. And we are quarterly looking for better. And these are the best ones that we can find. That's the offensive team and how the offensive team works. So... I mean, that's a good analogy, I think, when you're talking about a football team or whatever. You have an offensive team, you have a defensive team, you got special teams because there's always special circumstances that we have to deal with. When you think about taxes, health care, legacy planning, there's a lot, a lot of moving parts when it comes to your retirement. But a lot of it comes down to your income and making it last. That's kind of the challenge, and that's kind of what you're talking about, is not having so much money at risk. So if the market goes down 50%, it's not 50% of your entire monies that you have. It's maybe, what, 25? You have 25% at risk, so you're down 12 and a half. You're not down, you know, 75 or 80%, right? I mean, it's kind of the idea is kind of looking at the, the downside and then seeing if we can survive that. Oh, but Mark, you're assuming we take those 30 40% hits. So let me tell you about the defensive team. So when the S&P crosses its 200-day moving average, and we have a plus or minus 5% buffer on that to minimize whipsaw, but when the markets are in a defined downtrend trading below the 200-day moving average, we put the defensive team on the field. Who wouldn't? Now, at the very least, these are five different strategies that have made money in down markets of the past, like last year, 2022, 2008. They've been able to make money. So hopefully they make money when the markets go down again. At the very least, they're very good at protecting the gains that the offense has put up. They're very good at protecting capital in down markets. If you don't have an offense and a defensive strategy, again, you're in a buggy whip, horse-drawn carriage in the age of Ferraris and Maseratis. You don't need to do that. And your banker and broker telling you to ride it out and the Monte Carlo simulation gives you a 95% chance of success. Well, guess what falls in that 5%? It's these flat market cycle years. These are the years when China invades Taiwan. And in the blink of an eye, you've lost 25%. Not 25% of just your portfolio. We're talking 25% of all that you've ever put away for your retirement. Boom, 25% is gone. And it gets worse. Markets keep going down. Your advisor tells you to hold on, hold on, hold on. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to stop Brian because we're running out of time. We're going to hear that analogy that he likes when we come back right here on Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement. Again, if you'd like to chat with them, how is your offense and defense set up in your portfolio? It is the right way for you. 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030. 
833-707-3030. And again, this is complimentary. I think it's one of the more important phone calls you'll make, uh, certainly today, uh, but it's got a big impact on the rest of your life, especially when you get into retirement, having this strategy in place. 833-707-3030. Back with more with Brian right here on Safer Retirement Radio. Interest rates are on the rise. So what does that mean for your retirement? Find out by calling Brian and the team at Decker Retirement Planning. 833-707-3030. That's 833-707-3030. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. You can always find out more on the website, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com. You can always go there uh, under the heading of Safer Retirement Education. Maybe even pick up Brian's book on the Decker Approach. Uh, to retirement. All of that information is there uh, just for your information. You want to learn more about different areas of retirement, DeckerRetirementPlanning.com under the heading of Safer Retirement Education. You want to talk with Brian and the team, you got questions. Brian's talking about putting yourself in a better position regardless markets up, down, sideways. We can't control them, so we have to have a strategy. 833-707-3030 if you'd like to learn more about uh, your situation. Are you on the right track? Do you need to tweak here or there? Maybe you've already won the game. You could have been retired five years ago, didn't even know it. Maybe you need to work a little bit more. Maybe you need to tweak some things. Brian and the team are here to help. 833-707-3030. I'm Mark L.A. Glad you're with us. All right, you had an analogy coming, and I abruptly cut you off. So give me your analogy on what you were just talking about. Speaking of cutting me off, Mark, I had a knee replacement last year, and I didn't go to a dentist. Dentists are good, honest, hardworking people, but I needed, I needed an orthopedic surgeon. So that's what I got. He did a great job. I had a fantastic recovery. And same thing when it comes to your um, banker and broker. They are very good at accumulation strategies. They're honest, hardworking, good people um, trying to have your best, um, uh, best intentions at hand. But when it comes to what they're trained to do, if you are within five years of retirement or you are in retirement, a banker and broker, an accumulation specialist will end up, in my opinion, will end up hurting you, you using accumulation strategies when you're retired. So that's the analogy. But let's let's in, in defense, when the markets are trending higher, nobody on the planet, no human being can know what sectors are doing best, what what stocks are doing best. Um, so let me just replay what happened starting October of last year when the market bottomed. A year ago when the market bottomed in October, all of a sudden out of the blue, there was a stock, NVIDIA, that just exploded. It was up over 300% and this, these strategies picked it up. Same thing with the explosion of a lot of the tech. By the way, Mark, did you know that if you take away seven stocks from this year's performance on the S&P, the S&P is flat to negative, seven stocks. That's like what, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, that kind of stuff? Yep. So in our offensive strategies, uh, there's five strategies, 18%, and we have 10% cash. So one strategy of the five is either... 100% S&P, 100% bonds, or 100% cash. The second strategy has you in the highest relative strength, highest earning sectors in the United States, um, the top three sectors. 
The third strategy has you in the top five sectors in the world economy, um, which, by the way, made a lot of money last year because when the markets were down last year, it was all energy and energy sectors that were making money. And this strategy made a lot of money last year. So that strategy plays both offense and defense. Um, the fourth strategy buys the top five stocks in the NASDAQ 100 index, which was NVIDIA, it was Microsoft, it was Amazon, it was Apple, uh, and there's one other. I think there's a home builder in there. Um, and then the last strategy has you buying the top seven stocks in the S&P 500. So when you have a year like this, which is what we call very narrow, the returns are very narrow. If you don't own seven stocks, you're probably not making money this year. Um, and so these strategies help avert a narrow advance like we've had this year. It helps make money in years like last year when um, it seems like the whole world market went to the energy side. And if you didn't own energy last year, you took a big hit. The average person last year lost over 30% in their portfolio, and that was their stock portfolio. And on top of that, they lost 20% in their bond portfolio. They really have been hurt. And even with the gains this year, they're still not back to where they were January of 2022. So it's very important to learn and know the benefits of distribution strategies. So when it comes to risk, having an offensive strategy, and then um, to put the most of the points up on the board when the markets are going up, and then move the defensive team in place when markets are going down, makes total sense to us and has worked. So you talked about during the you know, 2000, 2001, 2002 timeframe, 9-11, dot-com bubble bursting, then the Great Recession, 07 to early 09, you said, oh, one of the good ones were gold and silver. So William Devane is on to something, right? Gold and silver is the answer. Okay. <laughs> Two things. First of all, when it comes to gold bugs, there's never a bad time to buy gold and silver. You know that, right, Mark? I don't know that. Uh -uh. <laughs> William Devane tries to tell me a lot, but I don't know. All right. Well, so there's people who are gold bugs. There's never a bad time to buy more gold and silver. So the credibility is, is very low for the advertising that I see. Um, the second thing, there is going to be, in our opinion, a very big move in gold and silver in the next two years. Why? It's not cataclysmic events that moves gold and silver. It's not. It is more than anything else, this is my opinion, it is a falling U.S. dollar that causes commodities and specifically gold and silver to go up in price. Why has the U.S. dollar skyrocketed? Well, there's an Econ 101 term, all things being equal, any country that raises interest rates, all things being equal, that currency will go higher relative to its peers because it's paying a higher rate. So we have raised rates dramatically in the last three years. The U.S. dollar has gone up dramatically. Now, right now, there's two headwinds that are happening. Eventually, the Fed's going to stop. 
and the U.S. dollar will turn and start to go down. Why would it go down? Well, there's 33 trillion reasons it will start to go down. That's our deficit, number one. And number two, the second headwind is the antagonistic um, strategies of Russia, China, India, Saudi Arabia to use petrodollars or anything, any non-U.S. dollar denominated trading currency, anything but the U.S. dollar is what they want. And so those two things are in play and are expected to cause a drop in the U.S. dollar over the next couple of years once the Fed stops raising rates. Now, if we have a recession next year, the Fed will start lowering rates. Econ 101, all things being equal, and if, when you lower interest rate, when you lower your rate, the currency will fall. And you have export nations like Japan, China, they are trying to lower their rates because they want their currency lower because another Econ 101, all things being equal, if Japan, China, and the United States are selling automobiles, the same automobile will cost less in whatever country has the cheapest currency. So they are purposely trying to devalue their currency by lowering rates. Well, gold and silver are a huge beneficiary of a falling dollar, and that should happen in the next couple of years. And we plan on taking advantage of that, by the way. So there is some merit to those commercials, I guess. But the question is, how does that fit into your portfolio? It's probably not 100% of your portfolio. None of, none of the banking world, the insurance world, or the market world makes sense to be all 100% in. You've got to kind of blend those worlds of money, if you will, together. But everybody's situation is unique, and that's how Brian and the team at Decker Retirement look at it. How can they help you feel more confident, have more clarity into your retirement picture? Income, it starts there. You've got to have enough income to replace the paychecks to be able to retire. Maintain your lifestyle. We don't need a grander lifestyle. We just don't want to go backwards in lifestyle from what we've worked hard for. Can we maintain it, and will our money last as long as we need it to? Well, that's a big question. What about our investment strategies? How much risk are we taking? Are we taking too much? Not enough. The right amount. Everybody's situation is unique in that area as well. Taxes. We know taxes are going up. We're $33 trillion in debt as a nation. How, where do they get their money? They got a taxes, right? So we know the Trump tax law is going to end at the end of 2025. And in 2026, we go back to 2017 rates and brackets. At least that's the plan on paper. We don't know for sure how Washington will play it all out in the, in the Senate and the House. Uh, but your 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 uh, taxes are not just going to go up like 3%. You could go from the 12 to the 25% bracket and making the same amount of money. Just because you're going to get to brackets quicker. So there's a lot of moving parts there. Healthcare, long-term care, legacy, estate planning, Social Security, Medicare. There's a lot of decisions. Brian and the team are here to help. 833-707-3030. 833-707-3030 is the number to chat with the team at Decker Retirement. Try to get a handle on where you are. Get some clarity into your retirement picture. And that's really the challenge is everybody's situation is unique. So when you're talking about all of these risk strategies that you do for your clients at Decker Retirement, not everybody's set up the same way, are they? So, Mark, just to sum up, no, everyone's everyone's different, but I want to say state something categorically. Risk should be there's three ways to lower your risk. One is strategically by using um, sector rotation models, keeping you in the best strategies, having an offense and a defense. So strategically, we dramatically lower your risk. Quantitatively, 
you should not be 70 or 60% exposed to the markets. You should be more like 25% if you're using distribution planning. And the third is we've completely eliminated interest rate risk. We're in a rising interest rate environment. Anyone who's recommending bond funds in a rising interest rate environment is committing financial malpractice, in our opinion, because you just don't do that. Um, so those are three key ways that you can reduce risk. So that's one of the challenges, especially for somebody like me. I've never been in the financial world. I love doing the show with Brian because I gain knowledge all the time, and I'm almost 64. I should know this stuff, but I don't. I was in the sports world before this, so I, I don't understand the financial world. I need Brian to help go back 20 years to put myself in a better position so at 64 I could retire. But he wasn't there then. So now I have, I'm late. I'm late to the game. I'm trying to figure it all out. Well, Brian and the team at Decker Retirement are here to help guide you. 833-707-3030 is the number. Again, there is no cost to you. There is no pressure. There is no obligation whatsoever. Uh, it might be a good fit for you. It might be a good fit for Brian's team. But neither one of you know really until you sit down and you talk about it. Uh, how can they help? Can they help? Now, if they can help, do you want their help? So there's a lot of moving parts here. It's not just you call and you're locked into anything. You're not locked into anything. One of the great things you can do, though, is have a conversation with them, find out some of the questions that you have, maybe get some answers to those questions, and kind of get a better feel for where you are on that road to retirement. Where is everything set up? Is it is it right? Do I need to tweak it? Brian and the team are here to help. Again, that's 833 707 3030 833-707-3030. We're going to come back and wrap up today's Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning right after this. Stay with us. Do you have a proper legacy plan for your family? The team at Decker Retirement Planning can help you leave behind more than just memories and dust. Call 833-707-3030. That's 833-707-3030. What if you ordered a pizza, but when you opened the box, a couple of pieces were missing? That would be upsetting, right? Now, think about how much you believe you've saved for retirement. Do you still owe taxes on that money? Brian Decker and his team at Decker Retirement Planning understand the importance of tax planning and can help you reduce the impact that Uncle Sam has on your retirement. Give them a call today to start working on your retirement tax plan at 833-707-3030. Now may be a great time to lower your future tax liability. Create a retirement plan today so that you can get as many slices of your retirement pie as possible. Give Brian Decker a call at 833-707-3030 and schedule a visit. That's 833-707-3030. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. You're listening to Safer Retirement Radio. If you like what you hear on today's show or have questions, drop by DeckerRetirementPlanning.com or call 833-707-3030 to talk to Brian. Glad you're with us today for Safer Retirement Radio with Brian J. Decker of Decker Retirement Planning. I'm Mark Kelly. Glad you're with us. Uh, 833-707-3030 if you have questions. Uh, if you're listening to Brian go on a rampage, it would be easy to not follow everything. So... 
833-707-3030. You might get some of those questions answered. Hey, Brian was talking about this. I don't know if that's right for me. I don't really know. And that's really how the team at Decker Retirement look at it. What do you need to put you in a better position? And certainly there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to retirement planning. But the idea is you want to make sure you don't outlive your money. You don't want to be forced to go back and get a job once you retire. You don't want to be forced to move in with your kids. Nobody wants that. So you need a strategy. And that's really what the team uh, at Decker Retirement is all about, helping you create that safer retirement uh, plan, if you will, because that's what retirement is about, making sure your money can keep up with you and your lifestyle and you have money at the end, you're not bouncing that last. Now, we'd like to bounce the last check, but we don't know when that final day is. So that's a scary proposition. So you're going to get into some of these strategies, dividend strategy, the Warren Buffett strategy, and indexing. Can you walk us through these kind of strategies? Because they're all a little bit different, I'm sure. These are three of the most popular strategies for risk in retirement, Mark. Um, so the first one is the Warren Buffett strategy. Smartest man, definitely an accumulation guy. Warren Buffett gets his income from work. He can handle a 2000 0102 hit in Berkshire Hathaway of 40 plus percent in 2008. Another hit to Berkshire Hathaway of 40 plus percent. Last year, another hit to Berkshire Hathaway of 20 plus percent. He can take those hits and ride that out because Warren Buffett gets his income from work. He gets a paycheck. When you're retired, you can't take a hit from Berkshire Hathaway of 40 plus percent and then take four or five years to get your money back. So the, the Warren Buffett method, there's two problems that we have during distribution years, not during your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. Go ahead and follow Warren Buffett. He's brilliant. I take nothing away from him. But in retirement, there's two major problems with buying, quote, good companies and holding them. Problem number one is no downside protection, just covered that. But the problem number two is far bigger, and it's called creative destruction. It's an economic term. Mark, do you remember, you're old enough to remember um, the great companies that you could buy and hold like Polaroid and Kodak. Do you absolutely. remember those? Sure, absolutely. So our cell phone I'm still holding those. on to Blockbuster because I know it's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so creative destruction is what the cell phone has done to AT&T and the Baby Bells and Polaroid and Kodak. Creative destruction is what Amazon is doing to and has done to Kmart and J.C. Penney's and Sears and all the retailers, they are getting hammered with online distribution giant of Amazon. And so, and, and another one, one of the best of the, the golden stocks is General Electric. General Electric has not made any money in 20 years. Do you know that, Mark? I did not know that. So you have these great companies that were great, I want to I mention, this is another way to say this, creative destruction, without exception, every company has three parts, a growth phase, a maturation phase, and a decline phase. And people that own Apple with a $2 trillion capitalization, shares times share price, that means that everyone on the planet 8 billion people need to buy the next upgrade to 
Apple to continue to keep a 20% growth rate and a price earnings ratio that shows them as a growth company. That is not going to happen. I bet you Mark's house. I bet you my house. That is not going to happen. It cannot mathematically happen. So that's the problem we have with the Warren Buffett buy and hold of good quality companies. So totally if you want to, fine if you want to, your accumulation years. Yeah. So if you want to do the Warren Buffett thing, just work into your 90s, right? That's what he's done. He's 93 and he's still going. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. Now, the but index, want, we want to retire though, Brian. We don't want to keep working like Warren Buffett. That's right. Um, so if you are retired, Warren Buffett method offers you no downside protection and you have creative destruction exposure with, with companies that are growing and mature and then they decline and then they're replaced. So that is not something we recommend that you do in retirement common sense. The second one is indexing. Now there's three reasons that we would recommend indexing. Number one, the S&P performance wise beats 85% of money managers and mutual funds every year. So for, for performance reasons, we would recommend that you own SPY and index. Number two is diversification. You own 500 companies, some of the best companies in the world. Number three is cost. It's almost free. There is one major problem with indexing, no downside protection. So you take a hit in 2001 and 02, takes seven years to get your money back. And then you take a hit in 08 and now you're 14 years and you haven't made a dime and you've just gone through a flat market cycle. We just started a flat market cycle um, in November of 2021. If you index and you have passive investment strategies of buying and holding indexes, ETFs or stocks, History says you will earn nothing over the next 10 to 15 years. Major problem if you're retired. Those are the two, but I've saved the biggest one for last, Mark, and that is the dividend strategy. This is almost a religion. People come into my office, Brian, I don't care what the stock market does. I just let the dividends roll right in. I like that. And, it sounds good. Yeah. And, and I go, oh, good. So here's your portfolio. Uh, Mark, you show me your favorite dividend stock. And so predictably, they go right to the 9% or that one right there, XYZ. And so I say, well, let's check this out. So I pull up the financials of XYZ. I find out that they pay a $1 dividend, which is 9%. So sure enough. And then I go down to the financials, EBITDA, earnings before interest, dividends, taxes, amortization. And we find out that the 9% is only earning 60 cents of that dividend and borrowing 40% of it. And then that's when I look up. And I said, have you been through a dividend cut before? And they say, nope. And I, I tell them, here's what happens. After the market closes one day, they're going to announce that they're no, no longer going to borrow to pay the dividend. And uh, that's when the stock craters by 30%. You can't sell. It's after hours. It just opens 30% lower. And if you're in your dividend portfolio, you got to sell it and take the loss because it no longer pays a dividend. That's how it works. Now, how did we get here? Human nature brought us here. The 10-year treasury is at four and a half right now. Human nature, Mark, if you can get a dividend of six, is six higher than four and a half? Yes. Is seven better than six? Is eight better than seven? Yes. And very quickly, these people, these very smart people have a dividend portfolio that puts most of their retirement money, all the money they've made in their entire lifetime, 
in high-risk investments. And I don't blame the people. I blame the periodicals that are out there promoting these high-dividend portfolios as being safe when they're not. And so it's dividend yield creep that gets them to this point. And then the blood drains from their face when we tell them that the company's not paying the dividend. Any company that is earning their dividend, usually by two or three times with cash flow, they're not getting four and a half percent. They're getting two. People are willing to take two now because they know that the cash flow of the company is strong enough that they're going to get dividend increases every year. And in five to seven years, those dividends are going to be paying much more than 2%. But people are, they want it now. And so they go right after the seven, eight, nine percenters and they think that they're smart. So we know in 2022, there were a I don't know how many companies, but there were several that stopped dividends in 2022, weren't there? Oh, yeah. So that's the there's another reason that we have a problem with the dividend portfolio because of concentration. Most all the high dividends come from two sectors of the economy. Energy. Did energy cycle down? Yeah. In 2020, that's when COVID hit. That is when something happened in the futures market that I've never seen in my 38 years. The energy market went negative. Oh, yeah. I think it was 2020, not 2022, the companies cut cut back dividends. 2020. Yeah, it was was 2020, and uh, there were dividend cuts across the board in the energy sector. That will happen again. Does And then the second sector that's heavy into these high dividend stocks is real estate, all kinds of commercial real estate and different types of real estate. Does real estate cycle down? Yes. In 2008, the average REIT was down 70, 70%, and there were dividend cuts across the board. So these sectors cycle. Try saying that seven times. These sectors cycle and it's just a matter of time before they cycle down again. And when they do, your dividend portfolio is going to get harvested. So wouldn't you say right now with with the way the Fed is fighting inflation by raising the interest rates, they've done it only four times or five times this year, I guess, four times this year, all at a quarter percent. So 1%, if you will, 5.25, the year before. So in theory, we're only up 5.25%, but it's we're certainly seeing that higher, it seems, because it certainly affected the housing market. And it definitely affects car sales because of used cars. Oh, yours is a 2015. You're going to have to pay a higher interest rate than you would a 2022. So, I mean, it, there's trickle down always to these things. Oh, definitely. Anyone with a home with a 3% mortgage, why would you sell your home for a 7%, 7.5% mortgage? There's a lot of problem with um, inventory in the real estate market because people would like to move, but they can't afford a 7.5% interest rate. So there's a lot of moving parts, as Brian certainly laid out on today's program. A lot of things you need to think about, kind of the big picture, right? Uh, In the S&P, great, 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe into your 50s. But five years out or so from retirement, you really need to think about where your money is, how much risk you are taking, and do you have time on your side if you lose half that money, right? Because the markets went down and you were all in. Do you have time? Will you still be okay? Well, Warren Buffett's going to be okay. When the markets go down, he's still fine. But most of us, if that happened to our money, we're living off our retirement monies that we've earned over our working career, and all of a sudden half of it's gone, well, now we're selling the house so we can feed 
our family or, hey, we've got to get rid of this and sell that and now we got to get a job. Nobody wants to be there. The idea is have a plan. Sit down with a retirement planning team like Decker Retirement. Find out where you are. Find out what you should be doing in your situation. Everybody's situation is unique. Some need $20,000 a month income. I don't. Give me three or four grand a month. I'm probably fine. So everybody's situation is unique, and that's how Brian and the team at Decker Retirement look at it. Again, that number, if you'd like to get some clarity into your situation, 833-707-3030. Totally complimentary. No cost to you. 833-707-3030. Brian, enjoyed it. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Have a great week. We'll do it again next week. Thanks, Mark. Security and insurance services offered by Decker Retirement Planning, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Decker Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Decker Retirement Planning. This radio show is a paid placement.